On this episode of the Sam Mays Podcast, This is 40 Edition, we sit down with Joe Heger, one of the founders of Nature's Key, to discuss their recent trip to New York for a meeting with some of the world's leaders in the cannabis industry at the United Nations. This is a must-listen. If you're interested in the Nature's Key CBD products, check them out at keytonaturesblessings.com. That's keytonaturesblessings.com. And use the code MAYS2022 for 20% off your order. Big thank you to Jackson's of Kingfish for being one of our sponsors. They've done an incredible job getting us that 2022 Trail Boss. We absolutely love it. If you're in the market for a new or used vehicle, reach out to Jackson's of Kingfisher. And once again, guys, the Women's College World Series is right around the corner. Go to totallytickets.com and get your tickets. You're talking about the world's, the softball world surrounding uh, Oklahoma. This is going to be one of the most incredible events in the state, and Totally Tickets has got you covered. That's totallytickets.com. Let out the beast. Welcome, I'm Sam Mace, and today in the Sam Mace Podcast, we've got Joe Hager, one of the founders of Nature's Key. If you guys remember correctly, Nature's Key is the title sponsor of the This Is 40 campaign. I'm down almost 50 pounds, feeling better, moving better, and basically just training with CBD and THC products from Nature's Key, along with a protein shake that I take a couple of times a day. I've built an, an incredible amount of muscle. I uh, mentally, like the overwhelming ability to... Uh, to just start my day and just get after it with a positive mentality. Like, I can't get over that part uh, either. So it's been a tremendous journey. I love these guys. They are taking great care of me, and they will take great care of you too. Make sure you go to keytonaturesblessings.com. Use the promo code MAZE2022 for 20% off all your CBD products. I uh, love it. Love Nature's Key. You guys should try it. The Oklahoma Sunrise is fantastic. The best way to start your day. Joe has been on the road. He is a man of mystery, uh, a man of fashion. As uh, he's rocking the, the the black hat with just a G on it, uh, he's secretive about what it's all about, and I love it. So we're just going to let, let that. It's like a stealth mode that you're in right now. I appreciate it. Let man. it marinate. Let it marinate. We <laughs> like it. Well, Sam, you're looking fantastic, man. Thank no, you, seriously, sir. Seriously, uh, what the audience doesn't know is that, you know, when you came to Nature's Key for the first time, I was like, is this man going to fit through the doorway? <laughs> and since that day, uh, things have changed, and Sam's looking svelte, man. I'm going to tell you, if you haven't seen him, uh, we're getting super excited, I think. Uh, maybe a reveal here in the coming months. Yeah, absolutely. All of your August. efforts, your hard work, and, and if you haven't been keeping up, I mean, the gym workouts are real. He is uh, he's putting in the work, and you know I think for us at Nature's Key, anytime people come to CBD as an alternative and a natural health and wellness product, that's something that we have to set the tone on. This is not an end all be all heal all. You have to put the work in as a human to channeling what can make your life. Uh, the highest quality possible, and CBD is a tool for your toolbox within that journey. So 100%. Just want to get seek, that out there. Seek, seek wellness. Amen. All right, there's a little, there's work in even into that part. You know, we talk about uh, just finding whatever your perfect dose may be. It exactly. takes a little effort, takes a little work. You know, we're not telling you nope. uh, you can just take Nature's Key products <laughs> and drop 50 pounds. No, no, there's some effort that goes it, into it. It is unique, and cannabis is unique to all. But Absolutely. again, here at Nature's Key, we look to, to offer products that can allow you to find that ideal therapeutic dose without going overboard 
creating a lifelong experience that you can indulge in, you can enjoy, and right. you cannot be fearful of, but rather enhance the quality of your life. So, And you're living proof of that, Sam. So I thank you that. for continuing to amplify our message of wellness as well as live it. I, um, I've got a, a couple of things coming up. Well, you, actually, yesterday was leg day, and Nathan came out and worked <laughs> yeah. out with us. It was fantastic. But yeah. I was telling people uh, during that pod, you know, I take a 25-milligram THC gummy, the yeah. jump start, yeah. literally 30 minutes before leg day. It's th- it's the toughest day for me physically, mm-hmm. uh, just to, the bending, the pressure I'm putting on my knees, you know, getting back in the squat rack for the first time in 15 years, having that little bit of, you know, of pain reducing mm-hmm. THC, anti-inflammatory, it makes leg day not a thing. Like I, I, you know, I started my third set and I'm like, God, I feel so good. I feel so loose and it's awesome. You're able to get out of the way of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'll take it again this weekend, you know, before I go out to Southern Hills for the PGA, that thing is a, is a hilly and and I'll be Uh walking all day and I'll take, you know, I'll probably bring 50 milligrams, take one right before I start going and take one midday and I'll be great to go. Like it's, it's really been a, it's a, it is a life changer, game changer. I'd be dreading I would dread going out to that golf course. I tell people all the time, you ever see me walking a golf course, Joe, put me down. Yeah, right. I've got mad cow disease or something like that. Clearly I've lost my mind, you know. And so just to be able to have that option now and and, and know that my weekend's going to be great, yeah. my Saturday's going to be great because of, of that product is awesome. And, and I'm excited too because we, we have some new formulations coming out with other cannabinoids that are non-intoxifying but, again, offer that body relief that, that I've had the opportunity to try as of late and – I'm going to say what? Proofs in the pudding. Nice. Okay. This stuff, it, it, again, for that anti-inflammatory, you know, we're all riddled with arthritis, <laughs> you know, because of the food chain, the food supply. That gets passed down, and we just need that extra layer of protection. So, again, you're living it. Uh, you're amplifying it. And, uh, you know, we couldn't be happier for this partnership, man. Where are you uh, – what have you been up to? Yeah, so it's been pretty wild lately. And, and to be honest, Nathan and I are still trying to digest um, what we were a part of a few weeks ago in New York. Um, so we were invited to the U.N. Um, to discuss cannabis policy uh, as well as where the industry is heading as a whole. Um, we were one of 250 individuals um, ranging from cannabis executives, policymakers, um, delegates from over 10 different countries that aggregated together to, again, uh, talk about the future of this industry, how we pave the way, how we make, uh, make it equity-oriented, um, and really right some of the wrongs of the past because, it, it, for me, that was one of the most beautiful parts. It started out with, you know, This is all built around, we have to rewrite some of the wrongs of the past. And what was admittedly, you know, prohibition, a way to to have prohibition against people of black, brown, and dark color. And it has persisted for so many years. There are still people in prison for this in Oklahoma to this day. Which, you know, my CEO, again, I mean, he he helped defend many of the people – you know, that went through those types of circumstances. And now as an executive leading a cannabis organization, for us, we were we were just honored, one, to be there, but to also be knowing that we're living those values. We are right. trying to execute them, and we're continuing to grow and develop those into our organization so that we can lead the way, so right. that we can be a model for companies to have global sustainability goals within their business, when they're within their organization, and that can truly drive and shape the communities that we live in. What was the pulse of that 
that group. I mean, clearly, yeah. you and I are excited. We're in the industry, you know. But I, uh, <laughs> what were the the world's leaders? What was their pulse? It was, uh, you know, the guys who put it on again. Reginibus uh, is the name of the company, and uh, and they are leaders again in trying to shape how hemp and cannabis will evolve and you know become a part uh, a major part of society. Um, so we started the day with a moment of gratitude, which I thought was so, so incredibly appropriate. Um, and, and when that happened, like you could actually hear sniffles in the room, man. Like, it's like how many people would have ever thought that the first time since 1961 policy had been discussed with inside the UN. That's crazy. Like that was 1961. That's what like took place. So as far as you know, uh, people looking at that event and hearing about it. I mean, we made an impression with over 10 different countries represented. And, and one thing that was crystal clear, Sam, was just how far behind we are. And and I'll get real clear on that. So just hemp as a material. Okay, let's right. talk about outside of the medicine. You know, yes, we've talked about those benefits all the time, but just as a plant. Right. Um, if you are not familiar with it, go down a Google wormhole. Go down a YouTube wormhole. I challenge you to uh, search for hempcrete. I mean, right. this, thi- this what what can come from that plant beyond medicine is mind-boggling. It's amazing that it hasn't been implemented yet. Mind-boggling. Yes, like and I'm it, blown away by and it. And it have been. I mean, we yep. have aqueducts from back in the day that have you right. know, sediments of hemp in there that are still maintaining that structure. Right. And we aren't utilizing it today. So weird. Paper. Okay, this one blew my mind. Paper per pound, 20 cents cheaper if you use hemp paper. Right. I mean, why are we killing the earth when we have this, again, natural product that can be put into infrastructure, building materials, ropes, clothing? Right. It goes on and on. And what people don't realize is how fast hemp grows. It's incredible. Like, so in comparison. So you thought, you know, we're talking about saving the planet here mm-hmm. and the, the tree situation. It takes years and years and years, years. and years for one tree to grow. Years. You can have multiple cycles of hemp in a season. Oh. You know what I mean? Like you're, it's, And not only that, what you're doing just by way of growing that plant is you're capturing carbon right. within your environment. You're healing the earth just by growing that in the ground. And so this closed loop that, you know, we really hope to be part of, we, we are a part of. Uh, and we want to create is an environment where we can feed everyone, we can sustain everyone, we can house everyone, we can clothe everyone. Right. Because, my God, that, that is how the world should be. I know it isn't. I mean, I know there's horrible things happen, but, by God, we can drive at that together, and we can make a dent in the process. So the world's leaders are at the UN talking about <laughs> cannabis, and I just get the biggest kick out of this. Uh, what was what was? Give me the the structure of the meeting. How did you know? You mentioned the, the gratitude. Absolutely. Great what question. Was, what happened next? So, so again, just living and breathing these values. Um, I found it incredibly classy, and just again living and breathing it, and and walking it as well as talking it. Twenty one of the thirty speakers were women. You know. Oh wow. Within this space, it's it's by and large. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and, and again, (laughs) just to their credit for acknowledging it, um, they put a privilege, a a statement of privilege before the event even began, acknowledging that they are white men putting on this event, but, but really setting forth, (laughs) we are privileged to be here. Right. We are privileged to be a part of this industry. And we are just acknowledging this even before we get going 
to give grace to the conversation that's going to be had. Right. And so it, it definitely was amplified throughout it, but I, f- I feel it made people comfortable to, to really just address that head on because um, there is no other way. And, and unfortunately in the cannabis industry with a lot of bigger multi-state operators, people preach this on a day-to-day basis, but again, they aren't living it. Right. And that's being taken very seriously with money that is going into this space. Um, and, and even, I mean, outside of it, you know, you're, you're a normal stockbroker now. There are ESG companies that, that live and breathe those values that people are more attracted to because, again, sustainability. You know, we talk about Tesla. There, there is a certain ethos that one lives, that one wants to be a part of when embracing that culture. And I feel like this industry is the exact same. So uh, from a speaker standpoint, 21 out of the 30 women range from doctors, from policymakers, from some of the, the greatest agriculture people in the world, sustainable farming, regenerative farming. Um, there was uh, one of the most impressive speakers that I saw was uh, who would be like kind of the equivalent of uh, Queen Diane oh, like yeah. for Brazil. Um, oh yeah. This woman's married to, you know, the top banker in the country worth billions, but spends her Sundays in prisons, um, feeding people, clothing people, wow. and actually starting businesses for the sixty percent of the prison population that is that are women and that are arrested by and large for small time drug offenses, the majority of which are them trying to find medicine for their children who have genuine medical issues i mean the pin drop in the room when she she those numbers are astounding it just i I mean i got goosebumps here because one who would have ever thought right 60 and 60 percent women the why behind yes so um (laughs) i mean she just talk about dripping with class she had a lovely outfit on which she explained was made in the prison through hemp products sustainable products she said i know this looks like gucci but this is the future and this is, you know, what we can all be a part of if we just knew, if we That's would educate crazy. ourselves. So that was one incredible thing um, that happened there. Uh, secondly, um, there was a Malaysian princess there um, who has a company called Himpalal. Um, so there are 1.6 uh, Muslims in the world currently, and their approach um, to cannabis as a medicine is, is kind of fundamentally flawed. So what this individual has done um, is they've backed in via the Bible uh, with, with certain words from the Quran that mentions it as a me- form of medicine. Right. Being We talked about this with Terry the, recently. Exactly. So, so, and, and this is all looping around to a point, believe me. So for her business model, what she's chosen to do is she's looking for people who can produce certified Halal products, okay? So in, in that religion, um, you know, gelatin, animal pork products are not allowed. So how we ended up finding our way there, Sam, and how this connects is uh, we have a partner down in Houston who brought the blockchain technology for COVID-19 test kits. Some of those are, are very temperature sensitive, and if not held at certain temperatures, can like have a 50% false positive read to it. Oh, wow. It's ridiculous. So when this all was happening, Larry came in. He implemented this technology, which allowed it to go through the pipeline, again, to be on a public, non-manipulatable ledger, and to verify that those vendors receiving those products, they weren't going to fail their patients. He saw a vision to do the same thing with cannabis. So he's come down here, and, and we've implemented into our products the ability to scan a QR code, 
to be able to see a trace origin report of that input material prior to being infused. Oh, wow. The next lab report is that infused finished product. The next report is when it came up from our fulfillment center. The next one will be when it arrives at the dispensary. And then what we're really excited about is that we'll have the ability to have you, the patient, specify, if you want, why you're medicating. Oh, yeah. Okay? What's that going to do for us? And, and why are we doing it, more importantly? One, yes, we, we want to know. <laughs> we want to validate our medicine because, again, we believe that we are one of the very few truly medically-oriented companies in Oklahoma, planning on piping into universities, to healthcare centers, and that requires a certain quality of medicine. But how, how beautiful would it be if we were able to, to come to the table and say, here's the data that we've collected so far, that we can make that next patient's journey just a little bit easier in figuring out this complex medicine because we have this system in place. So this comes around back around to Halal Him. So this exact same system that we're utilizing for Oklahomans to verify that their medicine is what it says it is, could potentially solve her problem, which is allowing these 1.8 million people to consume a product that without a doubt they know is what it is and allow them to freely practice their religion, to consume cannabis-based medicine, and to hopefully make this world a better place, which I just found to be incredibly breathtaking. That's pretty cool, man. That's awesome. Like, I'm getting goosebumps from just sitting here listening to this. Oh, I mean, and just what what a beautifully well-spoken person who, you know, I mean, with what she's trying to do, it's it's incredibly brave. I mean, and I mean, she she, she gets death threats online. Uh, But, you know, again, I for for this industry to change, people do have to take a stand. People have to to find an angle to work. Because once you try this product and, and really give it a try within your life, I think majority, I know, majority of people that I talk to can clock a difference in their daily life with their partner, with their family, as it applies to their job. Um, but it takes committing. And again, like we talked about at the beginning of this conversation, applying it to all aspects of your life. Absolutely. You know. What was the, um, so at the, First of all, the UN. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It was. I mean, you walk up to the place. Security and getting into this place. Let me tell you what they uh, they got buttoned up. Oh, it I'm was, sure. It was wild. Um, and, and just to to be able to take in the space as well. And if you ever get a chance, they do tours and whatnot. I, I would highly recommend it. Um, but it was so still. Um, that I mean, not a lot of foot traffic that day, and just to to really take ownership of that space. And create something with so much hope, with with so much, you know, forward vision. Absolutely. Um, I'm still I'm still processing it. <laughs> I'll be really honest. So uh, we felt very privileged to be there, very honored, um, and the relationships that we made. Um, I fully anticipate will be coming into fruition here uh, in the near future. Um, so it was an incredible experience, and yeah, we appreciate the opportunity to tell you a little bit about it. What. Last thing, what is the the next step you feel like for cannabis here in the U.S.? Because I'm so interested in the agricultural side sure. of it. You know, we have we have the space. Uh, we can definitely start growing it pretty effectively here. You know, wh- what's it going to take to get that going and to get people taking it like toilet paper? Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. paper no, towels, mean, any of that stuff. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I I think it's happening, um, but I think in order for it to happen at a global level, um, 
really the big boys are going to have to lead the way. And by that... You're uh, talking Walmart, Coca-Cola. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yesterday I read an article on LinkedIn about Chipotle um, out in California. They've uh, all their interior for a couple locations they're piloting just made of hemp products. So the stools, the benches, the tables. I mean, it's it can exist and it can exist seamlessly in society. We just, we have to normalize it. And, and I think the cool part is making people aware of the impacts of that. Right. You know, I, I mean, not scare people, but I, I saw crazy thing about, you know, when the world's going to come to end, you know, we're killing our earth the other day. If we collectively come together and consciously make some small changes, I mean, small, I'm talking about putting a different seed in the ground in the process. That's it. If we consciously can make those efforts overnight, we can start to make little impacts that will give our children, will give their grandchildren a little bit more time before we have to go to Mars, you know, whatever that right might before. look like. But I think it's worth the fight. Absolutely. I know it's worth the fight. And, uh, and the fact that it all <laughs> stems from my experience just, you know, living a higher quality of life through consuming cannabis, like that whole other world, I knew it existed. I, I was aware, but I wasn't conscious. And boy, am I conscious now. And I'm excited. Joe, thank you so much yeah, for your bro. time, my friend. I appreciate <laughs> it. Awesome trip. Congratulations. We're doing big things here at Nature's Key. Heck yeah, man. All right, buddy. Thank Have you. a good one.